morning and welcome to Starting Right with Danny Mac. I'm going to be here every Monday to Friday to help you get a great five-minute start to your day. So grab your cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and let me help you start your day right. Good morning, everybody. It's time for our Friday Roundup. We're going to take just a little bit of time this morning to summarize our episodes from this week and hopefully encourage you as you go into your weekend. So here we go. Let's take a look at Monday. Music Monday's episode was called Miracle in the Works. It is really a wonderful song from Brian and Katie Torwalt. It was released back in May of last year. It really speaks about God's desire to work in our lives, even when we don't think he's doing anything. There are times for all of us where we wonder where God is, why he's not answering our prayer quickly enough or in the way that we want to. But God is never stagnant. God is always working, always moving, even when we don't see it. And the song reminds us of these things. Some may say it's hopeless. They must have never met my God. Some may say it's over, but it was finished on the cross. Some may say it's broken, but the healer is in the room. Some may say it's hopeless, but I know God is about to move. There's a miracle in the works. I can feel it. There's revival in the church. I believe it. Our God is a miracle-working God, and Psalm 77:14 reminds us of that. It says, You are the God who performs miracles. You display your power amongst the people. God is a miracle worker. And if you are praying and believing for a miracle in your life, don't give up. Keep believing. Keep praying. Because your miracle is in the works. Tuesday's episode was an old one that I chose to repeat because of its significance and importance, particularly right now where we are just a couple of weeks away from the American election. In 1964, Paul Harvey read an editorial called If I Were the Devil. In it, he listed a number of things that he would do to destroy society. He would make sure that the family no longer existed, that people would easily and quickly kill babies that the lives of animals would be more valuable than the lives of people, and many other things. And the absolutely destructive things that Paul Harvey wrote about are actually happening now. That can be very worrisome to us, and, and it can even be a little bit scary. But Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7 tells us, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Yes, there's a lot of crazy stuff happening around us, but that doesn't mean we need to be anxious or worried or lose sight of God, because God has not lost sight of us. He will guard our hearts and give us peace and understanding in what we need. Wednesday's episode we called Wild Wolf. One of Jack London's best books was one called White Fang. And in there, he tells the story of this animal, half dog and half wolf, that chose as his master a man by the name of Whedon Scott. It's a really fascinating story with many lessons that are taught along the way. And it was one of those lessons we looked at on Wednesday. Whedon decided he needed to break White Fang's habit of chasing after the chickens. So he began to teach White Fang not to kill them, not to chase them, in fact, he wanted White Fang to ignore the fact that there were even chickens there. Eventually, he put White Fang into a chicken coop with chickens all around him and left White Fang there without Whedon being around. White Fang ignored the chickens. 
He walked past them to get a drink of water. He laid there while there were chickens all around him without chasing them. And eventually he hopped out of the coop and walked away. He'd broken the habit of chasing the chickens. But whether we understand it or not, we in many ways are like white fang. We have many chickens in our lives. Those are things that we go after even when we know we shouldn't. We want to have them. We want to get at them. We want to pursue them. And if we decide we are actually going to chase after them, we're going to create problems for ourselves. But just like White Fang had to learn to obey the word of his master and not chase after those things which were destructive to him, so we need to learn to listen to the voice of our master. When Jesus Christ tells us that there are things in our lives that are harmful to us and there are things in our lives that are beneficial to us, we need to listen to his voice and make the choices that will keep us doing the right thing. The question from the story was, who's your master? Do you listen to what he's saying to you? In John 10, 27, Jesus says, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. When we know the voice of Jesus, we will follow him, and we will live the way that he wants us to. Yesterday's episode was about a man who seemingly was inconsequential. His name was Elishama, and he was only spoken of once in the entire Bible. It's in Jeremiah chapter 36. If we read verses 11 and 12, it tells us that Micah, the son of Jeremiah, the grandson of Stephan, heard the messages from the Lord. He went down into the secretary's room in the palace, where the administrative officials were meeting. Elishama, the secretary, was there. That's all we know of him. But he is significant, because in 1986 there was an archaeological dig in Jerusalem, where they found what they thought was a small round button. But it wasn't a button. It was, in fact, a clay seal. It was the mark of a person in authority, dating at approximately 600 BC, which is the time of the writing of the book of Jeremiah, and this small clay seal held upon it the name Elishama, secretary to the king, proving the accuracy of the book of Jeremiah. Time and time again, we see the Bible is proven to be true, that we can trust it, its word is true. There can be a lot of pressure on us to try to compromise and to say, well, maybe it's not true. It's a little bit far-fetched, or this just doesn't work, or the timeline doesn't work, or this doesn't make sense. And even many Christians are buying into that perspective that we don't have to believe the Bible to be completely true. Yet we must believe that the Bible is true. Either it is the Word of God, or it isn't. And I encourage you to take the stand that many Christians have taken. If the Bible says it, I believe it. That settles it. If we stay true to God and stay true to His Word, He will bless us and help us and be with us. Thank you for joining me this week. I'm glad that you've been here. And if you've missed any of the episodes, I encourage you to go back and listen to the whole thing. They're all available there for you. And I hope that you also have a very wonderful weekend with your family and your friends and your church. And make the choice to share some of God's love wherever you go. Be kind to people, encourage them, and just love on your friends and family especially. Have a great weekend, my friends. We will talk again on Monday. Thank you for listening today. And I invite you to join me Monday to Friday right here on Starting Right with Danny Mack.